This program is brought to you by Grand Valley State University. Today's interview is being conducted with Isabel Lefty Alvarez of Fort Wayne, Indiana. She was a member of the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. The interviewer is James Smither of the Grand Valley State University Veterans History Project. All right, now can you begin by telling us a little bit about uh, your background? Uh, to start with, where and when were you born? I was born in October 31st, 1933, in Havana, Cuba. Havana, Cuba. All right. And what did your father do for a living, or what did your family do? Well, my father was uh, in the Marines, also, uh, and then in the police force for 15 years. Okay. So he had a regular job. Um, how many children were in your family? My brother and myself. Only. Okay. Now, when did you start playing baseball? I think uh, very, uh, my mother was uh, uh, all a sport orientated, mm -hmm. and uh, she knew that was healthy, so, okay. so they, uh, baseball, played in the street, you know. She let me do the sport, mm -hmm. but she didn't let me do any other things. Okay. <laughs> now, what other sports did you play besides baseball? I was a fence, fencing, mm -hmm. uh, soccer. And the baseball, okay. most of all, yeah. Now, when you played these games, were you mostly playing with boys, or were there a lot of girls, too? And the fencing group was, was women. Mm -hmm. and it was uh, uh, well organized. Mm -hmm. the, directing the, uh, the fencing, it was uh, people from the government. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, uh, and then did you have fencing tournaments, and did you travel oh, yeah. around? Uh, at the time, you know, in 50, what's the time? I can't remember the exact day, but we were going to go to Europe mm -hmm. for fencing. And I had to make up my mind if I want to go to Europe or come to the United States to play baseball. So right. I decided to come here. Right. And I, I had to, f I would like to know the date. I can't remember okay. right now. Well, uh, when did you first uh, have contact with, with, with American baseball? When did you start playing either with or against American teams? When the, in 1947, when they went spring training, okay, and the, the we had exhibition game, okay, and to let you know, I pitched that one game. And how old were you when you pitched in this exhibition game? I was game? 14. You were 14 13. years old, 13 or 14. 47. Now we let's get off. If it's if it's in the spring of 47, you're probably still just 13. 13. I can't imagine. Okay. Well, how did you do? I did very well. That's what my mother told me. Mm -hmm. She was at the game. That was the first time my mother saw me playing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and how did they get the team together? How did you wind up Connecting on Connecting the, the American, the, the owner of our Cuban team was uh, a president. He was the owner of the wine distillery. And they had a lot of connection with tourists. Mm -hmm. And how he get to know Max Carey and the presidents of the league, I, I don't have any idea. But he had a lot of good connection, a lot of money. And he had a, they, we had a place to go and train. Uh, I love it, you know, because we would stay there the weekend, mm -hmm. give feed and, you know, food and everything. Right. Okay. And um, do you remember at all what happened when in that game that you pitched against the Americans? I mean, your mother told oh, you you well, did well. Yeah, they, that's when they decided they were going to bring four Cubans to the United States. 
And uh, the president came to my house, or my mother, because, and they said, well, Isabelita is not old enough to come to the United States. You have to be 15. Mm -hmm. So I waited till 1949 to be, I was 15 then. Okay. But you really knew from 1947 that you, 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 you wanted to go. Yeah. The manager, the Cuban manager, said, you're going to be next. All right. I really knew that I had that. So it was an anxiety, you know? Okay. Uh, and so then when it gets to 1949 and you're going to go and, and join the Americans, how did, you, how did they get you over to the States? Where did you go first? What do you remember about going over? Um, the first time I stepped here in the United States mm -hmm. to go to uh, play for, uh, it was Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, coming fresh from Cuba at that age, uh, I didn't even knew I was in Chicago. Okay. How <laughs> did you get from Cuba up to Chicago? Uh, by, um, uh, how did I get over there? Did you take a plane? Boat? Oh, you took no. a plane? Plane to Miami and then to uh, drive to Chicago. You drove to Chicago? No, I didn't drive. How did I get over there? No, we, we. Or did you take a train? You know, that's a funny thing. How I did get to Chicago? Uh, no, we fly. I okay. had to fly. You flew. Flu, yes. Okay. Now, were you all by yourself when you did this, or did you have no, someone with you? No, there were all the three Cubans with me. Okay. So a group of four Cubans go together? Together in the seventh. Yeah, that's how we first started. In okay. Florida. Now, when the time you came to the United States, did you speak any English yet? No, very much. All right. Well, my mother was tutoring me mm -hmm. with words and books and everything, because my mother was right, you know, to learn English. But okay. So, so uh, he had a prof there was a professor in Cuba, a neighbor. He supposed to, he supposed to learn English to teach English, and mm -hmm. my mother sent me to him for a week. Mm -hmm. He thought I could learn English in a week. In a week, of course. <laughs> I don't know. So then my brother, when I came over here, he said, "Well, you knew English when you came to the United States." I said, "I did not know the English language in a week." All right, now. What happened once you got to Chicago? What did they do with you then? What did you do? Well, we just assigned it to a team. Uh, mm -hmm. was assigned it to the Chicago Callings. Mm -hmm. And did the team make any provision to help? W were you the only Cuban player they had? Or did no, all of you go together? No, there were four of us. All four of you to one team? So, yes. The, the two, um, we, uh, two in the, uh, there were two teams, Chicago Collins mm -hmm. and Springfield Sallies. Okay. So two and went to each team? Yeah. Okay. So you had somebody else there from Cuba? Yeah. In that, those years, yes, that Medalia, the one, older one, mm -hmm. she, uh, she was the one who could help a lot in the language because she knew pretty good English when she came. Mm -hmm. Now, how well did you get along with the other players on the team? Uh, I, I don't know. I had no problem mm -hmm. with um, getting along Okay. because uh, I was happy to be here and I knew that I that I, I, it's not that I had one had to get along because I was, mm -hmm. my mother was right there. My mother said, he want me here, she want me in the United States, so I better, I don't know, I was something natural. So, so you, you, you were going I, Because to I was it. trained to like the United States mm -hmm. from my mother. Okay. And, you know, I think it's good. Okay. Now, at this point, you were a pitcher? Yes. Okay, primarily pitching. All right. Uh, now, was the game you were playing up here any different from the game you played in Cuba? 
in terms of the style of play or the equipment used or anything like that? Maybe the, um, the ball was a little bigger, mm -hmm. but uh, I don't really, I got adjusted so well, I, I feel mm -hmm. that I, I don't have any, you know, knows about it, that, okay. that I, I had troubles. I, just, I was here to play ball and, uh, and that's what my mother wanted me to do. Okay. And uh, how well, how successful were you as a player at that point? Did you pitch well and, and, and win games? And well, yeah, I don't, I, you know, uh, my, on those years back, you know, they, mm -hmm. uh, they kept your scores. I got some baseball cards, but mm -hmm. uh, the, my records, you know, it don't show like, the, you know, there's, I was a real, real great ball player. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, I don't consider myself that great. Okay. But how long did you play in, in the American uh, six baseball years, league? Six played years. six years. So you, you stayed in the league that time. Yeah. So you were and clearly I, good uh, enough to do that. Right. And and I had the chance when the, the, the Colleen's folded mm -hmm. to, you know, I had a chance to go to Fort Wayne. They mm -hmm. picked me up to go to Fort Wayne. Mm -hmm. that, was my, that was the biggest opportunity I had. Okay. Uh, now, did you like playing in Fort Wayne better than Chicago, or was it about the well, same? Well, we were in group. We would ride the bus mm -hmm. all together, all together, every day, all together. Mm -hmm. But when I went to Fort Wayne, I was I was just you know in my own, and uh, but uh, I start. It took me a little longer time to start getting used to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't. Uh, uh, it wasn't anything that you know that I dislike. Mm -hmm. You just in a strange place all by yourself. You didn't have, I didn't, you know, after coming from a group, mm -hmm. going to Fort Wayne, you didn't know anybody, and they were older. Mm -hmm. The girls in Fort Wayne are playing, they were older than I was. All right. And I got along, I mean, I think I did very well. All right. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about the experience of just kind of traveling around with these teams. When you're going to play, uh, how did you get from one game to another? What did they do? Did they put you on buses or trains? Yes, bus. Oh yeah, we have more fun. And uh, they always, I sat in the front, in the front seat, so mm -hmm. I can have the big window on the bus. Mm -hmm. And then I can read the signs where we were going. Right. Okay. And Miss, the manager was sitting on the other side, and he was a Miss Cuban. Mm -hmm. And I read a sign, and then he he helped me to pronounce it better. Okay. Now, who was your manager at this time? What was his name? Uh, Mitch Skubing. I'm probably not pronouncing mm -hmm. it right, but okay. it's, uh, it's, he was really, really nice. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now, when you were playing uh, at these games, uh, did you get a lot of fans who'd come to the games in, in, in oh. Fort Wayne or Chicago or? Yes, and I always had a lot of good, a uh, lot of fans. I, they say like, they liked me. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, everybody was always treating me nice. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a lot of respect for people here. Well, I was brought up that way. Okay. Now, the league had a lot of rules for how the players were supposed to dress and how they yeah, were supposed to act yeah. and all that kind of thing. Uh, 
was that it easy for you to follow those rules or did some of them not make any sense to you no no it was because i was raised differently mm -hmm. you know my mother you know it's different and i didn't my mother always pampered me a lot lipstick and mm -hmm. combing my hair my dress she, mm -hmm. she just i couldn't get out of the house without being dressed nice so uh, I didn't have that, that much, and I didn't go to school never because I, the, the schooling was in 1943. Mm -hmm. And 49, by that time, it was, you know, there was no that straight rule. Okay. So it wasn't quite the same as it was when the league started no, then, by no, the time you, you, no, you got there. No, it was different. It was just uh, different. All right. Now, were there particular friends you had on these teams or people that you got to know really well who kind of yeah. stand out in your in your memory? Oh yes, I had a, they always, more they, they, they get closer to the Cubans, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, always had that place, treating very, very nice. I had a, I had pretty good luck on that. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, and we have fun because they, uh, my English was broken, and they laugh. Mm -hmm. uh, I laugh with them because that's, it was funny. Okay. Now, when you think back about the, the time that you spent uh, you know, in, in this, this league playing in these games, are there particular events or things that kind of stand out in your mind or that, you, that come back to you a lot, particular things that happen to you at certain points along the way? On the touring or the uh, and anything about that, whether it's on the tour or in a game or off the field? Well, I mean, <clears throat> what, that I've been so lucky, I don't know if this is the right word, mm -hmm. because... Uh, well, if you hadn't had the opportunity to come to the United States to, to play baseball, what do you think you, you might have done over that period of six years? Instead. Oh, you mean Cuba? Yeah, if you were back in Cuba, yeah. Oh, my dear. <laughs> I don't know. My mother would have been crying. Mm -hmm. They said, no, cry. But she would cry because uh, that was her ideal of the baseball. She loved baseball. Mm -hmm. She, uh, I used to, in our home, was, she had a little old radio, you know, and she mm -hmm. sat there and listened to the Cuban ball baseball player. Mm -hmm. She was, uh, f uh, there was a team named Almendares. Mm -hmm. They're blue. And she lighted a little candle for them. So she loved baseball. All right. So that, that, that really was her, her dream, then, that you could go and do this. Exactly. She probably would have liked to play ball herself. Okay. Now, did she ever come up to the United States no, to see you play? No, never. Now, did anybody from your family come up at any point? No, never could. Okay. Because at the time, I, it was hard to sponsor anybody. I couldn't mm -hmm. sponsor anybody. Okay. So there were immigration rules and things that made it difficult to come you up? You had to have a, a sponsor. Okay. And I was very lucky on, uh, on in 53 when Mr. and Mrs. Blee, they, uh, I met them through their daughter mm -hmm. and at the ball game mm -hmm. and, uh, and met them. They took me home to their home. They gave me room mm -hmm. and then uh, because they know I was a daisy then, you see. Right. And anybody was a daisy player, you know, they had a good, they had to be a good people. Mm -hmm. And I'm more or less over from Cuba. And so was that, 
Yeah, yeah. What kind of living? Did you normally live with with people's families or in yes. their homes? And did you do that in Chicago too, or no? In Chicago? hotel, we would do stay hotel. Okay, but when you got to Fort Wayne, you would go and live in people's houses. In people's houses, yeah. So, so these people essentially sponsored you so that you could stay in the states. No, uh, this was after the first year when I went to Fort Wayne in '51. Mm -hmm. I already knew where I was going to live with. Okay. I think the league set it up. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of fans right. that they take ball players in. So I went to with them, mm -hmm. and um, this happened in '51. Right. And then '54, I went back to Fort Wayne. Mm -hmm. And where was I staying? In well, I was asking how you managed to wind up staying in the United States. Oh, and you yes. To people sponsoring. Okay. You. And in 1951, when I came, I, I was rooming there for during baseball. Mm -hmm. But then, in uh, to meet, uh, I met someone at a ball game. And for some reason, it's a long story. I don't know if you want to hear that. Oh, we're interested. Well, uh, I was at the ball on the ballpark watching some uh, off off. I wasn't playing ball, mm -hmm. and uh, there were some kids uh, playing softball. I saw them go to the park and 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 you know and watch them. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting there. I had my. I was very fresh from Cuba. Mm -hmm. I even had a little pocket with money. Mm -hmm. That my mother always said, put it in between your bra. <laughs> okay. Well, for some reason, and uh, I had some pictures, and I knew there was a, I was a daisy. So then, uh, that time, for some, I had some pictures with me, and the kids all crazy about watching, looking at my pictures, and suddenly, I don't know where everything was. My money, the money that I had, I must have, I don't know, and the picture. I couldn't find nothing. I was so then one of the girls that came from the ball team. He came. He he she was the one to help me. Mm -hmm. She called the FBI. We're gonna call the police for, uh, to see who who well, these kids have taken the money and that. And guess what? That money was found. The police, the FBI. She said. Uh, <laughs> they went to the ballpark, and you know I found everything. The, the pictures and the money, that little pocket. I think that somebody has to make a scare and throw them out, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was very lucky because I, I had uh, my mother, uh, I had about $100. And then she took me home. She told, I said, I want you to meet my mom and dad. And that was it. Mm -hmm. They gave me a home. And uh, this, then they, were the, they, they applied for citizenship in 53. Because they knew I did, I was, they, they, I was kind of lost really mm -hmm. on that that year. I was mm -hmm. in 1952, so uh, I went there and I stayed with them and became friends. And, and this uh, friend, well, it wasn't a friend, it was the one who helped me. Mm -hmm. She went into college, mm -hmm. and I stayed with her mom and dad. I mean. And I was sleeping in, in her room upstairs mm -hmm. uh, while she was in, in college. So I never saw this friend. I never saw her very much. Right. Now, uh, the league shuts down after the 1954 season. Yeah. And so when that came to an end, uh, what did you do at that point? Well, see, they, in 53, Mr. and Mrs. Blee, they applied for. Uh, I applied for citizenship mm -hmm. paper. So in 54, I had my residence. Right. 
and uh, so I didn't go back home. Okay. But, but what did you do for a living at that point? Oh, they gave me a job. I was a car hop. They called in, horse mm -hmm. driving. He says, uh, I got a, a girl here. She's from Cuba. She don't speak English, but she needs a job. Mm -hmm. Don Holt said, bring her over. So they drove me in there and the restaurant. Okay. And uh, I worked. I, I, they gave me a job. <laughs> and I couldn't hardly, you know, really speak English, but everybody was helping me. Mm -hmm. I used to go and take the orders, you know, you, mm -hmm. you put, put a tray in, sometimes right. I miss the tray. Mm -hmm. And everything, you know, and everybody, sometimes kids, you know, they laugh at you. And I go inside, I have to go take the order mm -hmm. and go inside and call it. Mm -hmm. And the manager, he saw me coming, he takes my slip out and he says, I can, re I can read it faster than you can call it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I never got mad at him. I thought he was great. He was a good manager. How long did you wind up working there? Uh, I don't know how many years, but I worked quite a bit uh, until, yeah, right. Oh, then I went to, uh, let's see, right. And then I went to, uh, I worked in the Fort Wayne Tailoring Company also. So I really worked through my whole, after baseball, mm -hmm. I worked, I always had a job. Mm -hmm. I, the years ago, I say you, you know, they help you to go and get a job. They don't, they're not going to support you. So, okay. Okay. Uh, so, if you look over that that whole experience that you had uh, playing baseball and so forth, how do you think that wound up affecting you? Um, I know you talked a little bit about how your obviously your life was different because you came to America and stayed. Uh, did it change you sort of as a person? Did you otherwise? No, it probably make me better, because mm -hmm. uh, I was, I was uh, raised, you know, with America was was a good country, mm -hmm. and you had that in your mind, your respect. All right. Well, do you have you paid much attention to what has happened with women's sports in this country over the past fifty years? Uh, you start to see more women on television doing different things, or basketball, and that kind of thing. Uh, oh, it's, it is great, you know. And I think uh, your mother and father had a lot, of, lot to do with uh, getting your, the, son, the daughters to, to start playing a sport and mm -hmm. supporting them. Mm -hmm. But they had to have the, the mother had to have the incentive, mm -hmm. like my mother did. Right. Otherwise, I won't be here because my dad, he, he said, where are you going to go over there and it's cold? <laughs> I would have broke my heart if they would have never taken me to come to the United States. Okay. Now, were there, aside from just being on your own, uh, were there things, and, and just in the language, were there aspects of just adjusting to living in the States that, that were a problem or the, the, did the cold bother you or anything like that? No. You know, I was... I never did complain about the weather. As mm -hmm. a matter of fact, I didn't complain too much about anything because mm -hmm. I was here. I was here best. Mm -hmm. Complain, <laughs> holy cow, complain. No way. I never was. Uh, I never was that type neither. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I made a lot of friendship. That's one thing. And uh, I don't know. Uh, 
I just don't know. I just, you know, I myself, but my friends have made my world mm-hmm. in, in Fort Wayne, too. I don't have no enemies. Okay. I don't think so. I, I can see maybe why you wouldn't. Uh, all right. Let's see. We got. I, I think, uh, well, uh, do you have anything else any, uh, you'd, you'd like to sort of put on the record here before we close out the interview? Anything else you'd like to say about the league itself or uh, playing? Or? Well, I'm mean, so thankful. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, uh, I've been very lucky because of all the Cubans mm-hmm. uh, that came. I believe that I, 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 I am, I don't, let me see how I'm going to say it. It's, uh, uh, I, I just, the appreciation that I have being here mm-hmm. no. and meeting all the Olamec. Were there other Cuban players who came and joined the league after you did? Did you meet any no, who were newer, or were you the, or were they you were, the last group? Yes. Okay. And uh, there were um, some came before. Mm-hmm. Right. Earlier. Okay. Uh, actually, I did. There was something else I thought about. I want. I did want to get get in here and ask you a little about it. And that's. Uh, what did you have a, a spring? Did you normally have a spring training session of some kind? Uh, what did you do to prepare for a season from one year to the next? When I used to go back home, no, or no, well, while you were while, while you were from one year to the next, while you were playing in, in baseball, so did you go home in the winter? Or, yes. Okay, you go home in the winter, and then you re- from uh, from 1951 mm-hmm. uh, since 1949. Mm-hmm. Until 1953, I used to go back home. Okay. And then when you came back, did you do spring training games before the regular season? Okay. Just a spring training practicing. Right. And where did you do the practicing? Was that just wherever your team was based? Yes. Okay. And uh, when I, in Chicago, we did, um, um, in the morning, we used to practice almost on the tour, touring team, mm-hmm. practice, and the same, it's, uh, uh, and mostly in the morning we did our practicing. Okay. Now, when you, now, was it in 49 and 50, your team was touring? Right. Now, we did a lot of practice. Okay. Now, when you were touring, would you play just local teams from whatever community you went to, or, or we were you? We teams. The Springfield Salads okay. and the okay. they, just, they just toured together and they played together, in different yeah. places. And then we, uh, we advertised in the paper that mm-hmm. we were in town and uh, we had a tryouts for the one. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the movie, you know. Okay. Now, as you were doing it, how far away from Chicago did you get when you were traveling? I mean, did you just stay in the Midwest mostly? or? Yes. Let me see about... Uh, I had that written down. You see, I was I don't was get prepared, but I I had it written down of how how many places we went. I even have a map. Mm-hmm. And right now I I just can't uh, can't tell you because I I I'm sorry. But there were a lot of different towns. Oh yeah. Not just two or three places, uh, and they were and were they within a few hours of each other, or did you have really long the, trips sometimes? Oh, we played, and we also we uh, 
we left that same night sometimes. Mm -hmm. The traveling was really heavy, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, the many uh, towns and the states, I think we we had quite a few, about oh, close to 50. Mm -hmm. Or 56, I think. Right. Okay, and you said you would uh, hold tryouts when you went to these different places? So you they come, yeah, and they, there was one lady, one of the girls, that she's in our team and she's here today. Mm -hmm. We picked her up from, she was from Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was good, a pitcher. And she she came with us. Mm -hmm. so you and just she had to home. leave home. Mm -hmm. And she, she was my, uh, she was sitting, we became friends because mm -hmm. she, we, she was sitting in the same seat. Mm -hmm. And could you imagine what she thought? I can speak English. She mm -hmm. was for Arkansas, you know, real, you know. So we got along fine. We're yep. still good friends now. Right. Yeah. Okay then. And she stayed in the league. She was the only one that we really picked up mm -hmm. that I, I remember. Okay. Now, did they recruit? Uh, women to play, they, they, they were, at some point they had sort of junior teams or things like that. Uh, did they recruit people for those teams or just? To play to us. Just, just, just play with you, okay. Yeah, they had to be, they had to be pretty good then, mm -hmm. you know, and she, she was, she was a good pitcher. Right. And we always need pitchers, so. Um, All right, now I'll just, as far as your own playing career goes, you, you were a pitcher. Now, were you a starting pitcher or a relief pitcher or both? As some, I was starting and relief mm -hmm. both, both ways. And did you play any other positions? Outfielder. Okay. Uh, and then, so it wasn't like uh, modern baseball teams today where a pitcher only pitches and then is sitting on the bench the rest of the time. No, no, not really. Okay. And also, the one thing, it's kind of, the pitcher never got to hit in practice very much. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that. I mean, so, and never, uh, supposedly when you run the bases, mm -hmm. then they bring you your coat. Mm -hmm. You know, just, and that was real. Mm -hmm. Pitchers were taking very care, and the chaperones are like, massage your arm. Mm -hmm. All right, so they, they did try to at least do what they could at that point to make sure you didn't blow out your arm or anything else right, like that. Right, they were, yes, it's yeah. uh, very, very good. Now, did you ever get hurt while you were playing? Did you ever have an injury that kept you out of games? Yes, in 1954 in Fort Wayne. And what happened then? Ran into second base, mm -hmm. and um, I twitched my leg. Mm -hmm. So that was it. So I went to the hospital. They put me in traction. They lack in traction for one month. Wow. Could you imagine this? Well, that's 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 what they did back in those days. They they. I just laid there and didn't know nothing, you know, and so I never went back on the on mm -hmm. the game mm -hmm. because I had to have surgery. Okay. Now, when you heard about the league shutting down, uh, were you sad about that? Were you planning on going back or? No, I wasn't going black. I was okay. just here. I was, I was glad I was. A, uh, I had my my uh, presidents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would, if I wouldn't have met those people. 
Mm -hmm. I would have never, I would have been back in Cuba yet. Mm -hmm. My mother crying then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I am uh, so thankful. You just can't imagine how lucky I've been. I think I've been one of the, of all the Cubans, and I'm right. Mm -hmm. I've been the lucky one. Okay. Uh, well, it certainly sounds like you had a really good time, and you tell a good story. So thank you for coming in and talking to me today. Thank you. The preceding program is copyrighted by Grand Valley State University. Visit us at gbsu.edu.